You're listening to Sacks in the Basement, a production of the Broadcast Basement Limited, where every show is 30 minutes of good and comes from a basement bar on the south side of Chicago. Pull up a stool, pour a cold one, and join us right now for Sacks in the Basement. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found and always at SacksInTheBasement.com. And welcome down to Socks in the Basement. My name is Chris Lanuti. It has been a rough road lately for the White Sox in our 2020 simulated season. They've dropped to 45 and 32 and lost eight of their last 11. But pull up a stool at my nine foot homemade oak bar. Pour yourself a cold one because there's still one game left in this horrible road trip. And we're going to salvage some dignity, aren't we? It's all brought to you by Cork and Carey at the park, 33rd in Princeton. They're currently open. Make sure you get out there. Have a drink, have a soda pop, have some pulled pork nachos, get yourself an award-winning burger. And remember, after this series is over, the postmortem is on Socks on 35th.com. They'll have stats up to date for the entire 2020 season, and they'll take a look at what happened in this broadcast. The White Sox offense is sputtering, and the starting pitching hasn't been very good, but Dylan Cease will try to change all of that, at least on the pitching end, today. We head out now to Cleveland. For the end of a three-game set and the end of a very long road trip, the Sox try to get one at the mistake by the lake. It's Socks in the Basement, found everywhere podcasts can be found and always at SocksInTheBasement.com. Let's go. Two teams heading in very different directions over the last 10 days or so. The White Sox and the Indians at progressive field for the end of a three-game set and the end of a very long road trip for the Shy Sox. Back to the south side tomorrow, thankfully. Hello, everybody. My name is Chris Lanuti, and Aaron Savale takes the mound today for the Indians. He's 8-0 with a 2.96 ERA and a whip of 1.29 that he has accumulated over 91 and a third innings and 15 starts. The Indians have only lost one game in their last 11. The White Sox have lost eight in their last 11, including the first two of this series. And because of that, we're in third now, and they're in second. It's early. The season is far from over, and every team takes a bump now and then. The Sox just having some troubles lately and hopefully can turn things around. First pitch inside, a strike called. And we're underway as Tim Anderson takes that one, and he's 0-1. The Indians currently 48 and 30. It's afternoon day baseball here in Cleveland. Second pitch lifted out in the center field. Can of corn and Anderson goes down. He, like much of the offense, has been struggling lately. I have positive vibes though today. I believe that something good is going to happen. Yasmani Grandal is hitting 440 in his last six games, 11 for 25. Currently hitting 297 with 20 home runs and 58 RBI. And he stands in the left-handed batter's box, back in the two spot. After a little experiment the last few days, didn't really yield much in terms of results. He takes a ball high and outside, 1-0 the count. Jose Abreu will remain lower in the order, but Grandal lifted back up to the two-hole. Mancada stands on deck in the three spot. Swing and a miss there. Count is one and one. Sox have had their issues lately. You know this team can't wait to get on the plane, but they want to get on the plane feeling a little good about what they did that day. Every game counts, 
You don't want to just try to escape. You've had a rough road trip. A nine-game road trip. You lose two out of three in Houston, two out of three in Detroit, and you've lost two here so far against the Indians. When you get home, Detroit waits in your ballpark for four games and then the Oakland A's over the weekend. Outside pitch swung on and missed and Grandal goes down swinging. 95 mile an hour heat thrown by Savale. There's two gone. One of the staples of this team in the early months was jumping on pitchers early. But lately, going down very easily in the first and second innings. Moncada comes up, fouls that one back behind the catcher. 0-1 the count. Yohan, one of the few guys that hasn't really fallen off in the offense. Very consistent. Lifts this one deep down the left field line near the wall, tailing back, and that ball is off the top of the wall. I can't believe it doesn't get out. It's a high wall in left field. He hits the yellow line and bounces back on. Maybe at the base of the yellow line. He never got over the top of it. But that's how close he was. Inches from a solo home run opposite field onto that little deck that you see people standing on in the left field corner here at Progressive all the time. If it just bounces the other way, it probably goes underneath the railing there. So a near home run from Moncada. And now the first pitch to Aloy Jimenez back in the lineup today, batting fourth, is a ball inside. Abreu stands on deck. Moncada with a good lead at second. This pitch fouled back a slider. Up and in. One and one. Beautiful day out today, partly cloudy. Yesterday was uh, overcast conditions. As Mancata leads off, this pitch is outside, and still Jimenez goes after it. That slider was two feet outside in the other batter's box, and he could not pull back. One and two now the count, the pitch. Swing and a foul ball down the first baseline. Jimenez is having a pretty good season. The home run number is a little bit lower than I thought it would be, especially with that start that he had, but he's still on pace to bring you the same production he had last year. And if he gets hot, he could still end up being a 40-home run guy. Currently, though, sitting at 14. Outside pitch, tipped into the glove. Catcher shows it to the umpire, and the inning is over. That's it for the top of the first inning. A near home run turns into a double, and a runner stranded. We go to the bottom of the first. Cleveland coming up. Dylan Cease. 15 starts, 5-4 record. What's important is the 4.15 ERA and the 1.37 whip over 84 and two-thirds innings, and he also has 79 strikeouts. That whip and that ERA started off very high, so he has been improving, although he stumbled last start out. Grandal works better with him than McCann. Grandal's behind the plate today. If he's working quickly, it's normally a good sign. First pitch, low and outside, a slider misses 1-0 the count. Sox currently... 45 and 32, third in the AL Central. At one point, we're 18 games over 500. They're currently 13 over now. Cease with the next offering. Swung on and chopped over to short. Anderson on the move, throws across his body over to Abreu, one gone. Here comes Cesar Hernandez. He's been having a pretty good series. He'll bat in the two spot today. He's hitting 260 on the season, six homers, 37 RBI. Getting on base at a 333 clip. Around the horn, we have Grandal behind the plate, Abreu at first, Mandrigal at second, Anderson at short. Third base is Moncada, left is Jimenez. Center, Liuri Garcia today, and in right, Nomar Mazzara. Swing and a miss on an inside four-seamer. 
Pound is 0-2 quickly. Cease working quickly. That's a good sign. Pitch number five of the inning for him. Inside brushes him back on a slider. One and two. Cesar did not like that one. Hernandez kind of muttered to himself as he stood back. He thought he was being thrown at, I think. Now another one inside. Cease went right at his head now. Now Hernandez is angry. There's some chirping going on. Rondal tells him to get back in there. Cease obviously was like, you think that's throwing at you. I'll throw at you. Two and two, though, to count. You don't want to let him on base because you're angry at him. Now he goes outside with a curveball and misses. Three and two to count with Lindor on deck. Dylan can't let somebody chirp at him and get out of what he's doing up there at the plate. Then again, this team has been missing some moxie. If it pays off, you kind of pump your fist and say good for him. That pitch fouled off down the first baseline. Full count, another payoff pitch on the way. Lifted into right field. Mazzara camps underneath it. Two gone. So it does pay off. Cease asserts himself as the pitcher and retires the batter. And Lindor comes up hitting 294, batting in the left-handed spot against the righty pitcher. He's a switch hitter. Rondal down on one knee in the outside corner and a low outside fastball misses. 1-0 the count. Carl Dixon is the home plate umpire. First time we have seen him all season. I don't remember ever saying his name. As MLB The Show 20 rotates through a plethora of umpires. Four Seamer fouled off down the first baseline. We did discover they were doing something weird where the umpires, some of them were really bad at their jobs. And you could have a setting where that happens. Somehow it got hit by a mistake. We fixed that. It lasted for a couple of games. But it was mainly during the White Sox winning streak. And we got it fixed before the streak was over. Fly out to left field. Jimenez underneath it. He'll camp underneath it and make the play. So a 1-2-3 inning for Cease. That's a good sign, especially over the last 10 or 11 days. No score after one. Jose Abreu will lead off here in the second inning, hitting 276, 12 homers and 51 RBIs. When this series started, he was moved down to the five spot, and he has been really good in this series, even though the team lost both games. We've had a very low output in terms of runs, only four here in Cleveland. After getting 12 against the Tigers in the first game of that series, right before this one, we only scored one run over those two games that followed. So after the last four games, the Sox offense, not a very good output. For a team ranked atop most of Major League Baseball in most categories. 0-2 on a swing there. Abreu went outside. Savali fooled Jimenez on a pitch like that earlier. Now he goes high and outside with a slider and Abreu lays off it. So there's movement right now on the slider. Savale, there's a reason why he's undefeated. He's getting players to reach for things that are well outside but making it look like it's going to end up in the zone. The 1-2 pitch. This one's fouled off. That was a slider that didn't slide. And when you get one like that, you want to make him pay. Unfortunately, Abreu only fouls it off down the first baseline. The next offering on the way is outside in the dirt low. A change up. 2-2 two and two now. The count is even. On deck is Encarnacion. The 2-2 pitch inside and outed into right field for a base hit. And Abreu, the leadoff hitter, is on. And Edwin comes up. So Jose's been hitting very well. He moved down on the five spot. A little bit of pressure taken off. He'd been hitting into a lot of double plays. The average was plummeting. A little change for him seems to have paid off. 
Doesn't seem to have really affected Grandal or Moncada, who got moved around a little bit so they could make the change. And Edwin had a day off yesterday, and he stands in now. Now, he's only hitting 240 against right-handed pitchers and hitting 323 against lefties. That's his split right now. That's not normal for him. You look at him overall, he's pretty even against both types of pitchers. But this year, there's been a difference. Stands in against a righty here and takes a ball low and inside. Next offering low and away, a sinker. 2-0 the count. Brayu on first, a solid lead. Into the line to the pitch. A high and tight cut fastball called a strike in the zone. 2-1 and one now the count. Next offering is a low sinker that gets across at the knees. 2-2 two and two now. Encarnacion didn't swing at either of the strikes. 25 pitches so far for Savali. And now the outside sinker. He's throwing that sinker and that slider, and he's trying to get people to reach. Edwin is a pro. He goes full. Larry Garcia stands on deck. The next offering, inside pitch, a slider taken, and he walks him. So the Sox have two on and no outs. Their biggest issue over the last few days has been an inability to capitalize on moments like this. And as we head into the bottom of the order, we have Garcia coming up, then Nomar Mazzara and Nick Madrigal. Before you groan at Mazzara, he has joined the lineup over the last couple of days and has actually provided a little bit of a spark. He did make a misplay on a ball in right field, so you have to weigh the pros and the cons with him. But the Sox, recognizing that he's starting to get going over his last 10 games, hitting over 300. I think it was 330 over 10 games going into yesterday. Starting to get a little bit more playing time. Strike on the outside corner to the lefty hitting Garcia, 0-1. Now a curveball lifted over the head of the third baseman and down into the corner. Around comes Abreu. He will score. Garcia will hold at first because Encarnacion had a bad jump and did not want to risk going to third. Otherwise, Leuri would be standing on second. Encarnacion is a base clogger. And he's station to station no matter where you put that ball. That one's down the line. They got it in quickly, but most runners could go first to third on that. Edwin could not. So first and second, it's one nothing White Sox. There's still no outs here in the top of the second inning. And now here's Mazzaro who takes a ball outside. Pitch number 30 from Savali. 1-0 the count. Edwin's on second. Leuri is over at first. And an outside slider misses 2-0. 85 miles an hour on that one. It seems as though Savali has a much easier time trying to get guys to chase when they're in the right-handed batter's box because of his arm motion as a righty pulling the ball across. Now that's a sinker in the zone, foul back 2-1. and one. Next offering, inside misses on a curveball, 3-1 and one the count with Mandrigal on deck. He's hitting 245 with a home run and 17 RBI. He has six doubles on the season and two triples. He's got that gap power that comes up every once in a while. He's also beaten out several infield hits. Cut fastball in the outside corner, called going to be a full count, so a payoff pitch to Mazzaro. No outs here, and runners on first and second. There's speed on first. It's slow at second. This pitch rifled over to second base, possibly two. A spin move over to Garcia. Tries to take him out. He does take him out of the way, and the throw does not make it over to first in time. So in the end of fielder's choice, Garcia goes straight into the bag, makes Lindor move on the 4-6 to six throwout, and as Lindor tries to complete it, going across... He has the shuffle step, and he misses Mazzara by a hair. 
And now Mandrigal comes up with first and third. There's one out. He takes a ball high and outside. And a base hit here would be big. Slider above the knees. One and one the count. We've seen a lot of activity over there at second base on both teams during double plays this series. Danny Mendick was taken out three times yesterday. Completed all three double plays. So there's an aggressiveness. We've seen guys get hit by pitches. It has been a competitive series in every way except for the results so far. Curveball fouled off there. One and two now the count. So Madrigal in the hole here. Pitch number 40 coming up for Savali. Only one out here in the top of the second. Swung on and sent out into shallow center field. Dropping quickly. The play will be made. An over-the-shoulder catch by Cesar Hernandez, the second baseman. Encarnacion, of course, can't advance on that. And here comes Anderson. And Tim Anderson has stranded so many players during this series. In the first game of the series, if I'm not mistaken, he's stranded no less than seven guys on base, five of which in scoring position. With two outs in most of those occasions, except for the ninth inning when he had somebody standing on second base, and one out. And he just could not get it out of the infield. 2-0 the count, though, now to him with two outs. Outside pitch sent out to right center field. That one's tailing back towards the wall. It'll get down and get to the track. In comes Encarnacion. Garcia coming around third. He's heading home. The throw in from the relay man is not in time. And the White Sox lead 3-0 here early on against the Indians. There's the offense. There's the crooked number for the first time in a long time that we have not seen in an inning. That is the first time a crooked number has been put up in an inning by the White Sox in five days. The timely two-out hit from Anderson. He's standing on second with a double, two RBIs, and here comes Grandal, and a low inside sinker goes for ball one. It feels like a weight lifted right there. A team unable to get a hit in a big situation. Finally able to get one from a guy that's been struggling getting those hits. And Anderson has to feel good here. Now you got to build on that. Grandal takes a changeup at the knees, one and one the count. 45 pitches already for the Indian starter. So we're wearing him out early. And a low sinker misses, two and one the count. Now, the other question is going to be, can Cease come out the same way he did in the first inning with that fire after a long inning in the top of the second with the White Sox moving around the base paths? He has to keep that edge. You don't want to give up runs right away. Low inside pitch, a sinker fouled off. Two and two. Probably should have laid off of that one and be three and one. Grandal awaits this next pitch as Anderson leads off of second base. Outside pitch. He got it off the end of the bat trying to protect. It's going to roll slowly the first, a foot race. And he actually almost beat Carlos Santana there. Two slow guys trying to beat each other in a race to a bag. Midway through to second, the White Sox lead. 3-0 here in Cleveland. Fran Mel Reyes, 247, 18 homers, 46 RBIs, on-base percentage of 334. He is first on the Indians with 18 home runs. He's on the top 10 list in the American League. He's hit a couple against us this season. He has been a White Sox killer. There are games when he gets shut down and games where he just goes off. Cease gets an inside fastball across for a strike taken, 0-1 here to start off the second inning for him. 12 pitches in the first for Dillon. 
Next offering high, a four-seamer. Grandal clearly called for that. The glove went up above his head when he was putting down the signs. Now he's down on one knee, setting up in the low inside corner. Perfect placement. He put it right in the glove. One and two the count. So Cease is showing control, something we have not seen out of White Sox starters lately. Now Grandal sets up on the outside corner. He's going to go high and outside on a slider. Two and two. Got the feeling Grandal wanted that one low. Now he's going to move back inside. And he got him on the corner. Change up. Ray has never swung. And I'm going to tell you right now, Dylan Cease has very good accuracy on the inside corner or the corner that's on the side of his throwing arm. Pinpoint accuracy right on the border. He's shown it already early on this game. The outside one, few of them have gotten away. And now with the lefty, that becomes the inside portion of the plate. So we'll see how they work. Tyler Naquin. One gone here and a high four-seamer. Goes for a ball at 97 miles per hour. Naquin hitting 212, five homers, 19 RBI. Only getting on base at a 254 pace. So not very productive this year. This is the guy you got to go after. Into the line in the pitch. A high four-seamer misses again. So Cease either has something on his book that says, hey, this guy reaches for high ones, or he's missing. Two of them in the same spot. 2-0 the count now. One out. Bottom of the second inning. Nobody on. High outside fastball again. 3-0. So Dylan peppering fastballs, but nothing ending up in the zone. Not even close. The 3-0 pitch on the way. Low and inside, he misses on a four-seamer. So we see him struggle there and put his first base runner on, but it was against a lefty hitter. He didn't do too bad against lefties in the first inning, and now he gets another one in Santana. 3 nothing White Sox, one out here in the bottom of the second inning. 21 pitches for Cease so far. Santana to the plate with Naquin getting a free pass. He doesn't have a lot of them this year. Low and outside curveball misses, 1-0 the count. The moment I said pinpoint accuracy for Dylan Cease, feels like everything changed. Now he misses there high on a four-seamer, 2-0. He's thrown six straight pitches outside the zone, and he needs to take a breath here. Next offering, low, fouled back a four-seamer, 2-1. 98 miles an hour there at the knees. 2-1 the count. Cease checks the runner and delivers. A strike on the inside corner, four-seamer, 2-2. Two that was a nice pitch. Put it right in the upper inside corner of the strike zone. Now he comes back with a high four-seamer to see if he'll reach, and he does not. And if you're the Indians, the way that you've seen the White Sox starting staff operate lately, you're going to take on close pitches because they're not getting calls. And they have been missing with their accuracy. So I understand that approach. Full count pitch now. Lifted down the third base line, hooking foul into the stands. We'll get another one. So another payoff pitch here to the lefty Santana with a runner on first. Low and inside, foul back into Grandal's chest protective gear. And will reset. Santana not going down easy. And now he fouls off a slider on the outside corner down the first base line. He's gotten a look at everything Cease has. Now Dylan needs to make a pitch. Four seamer fouled off. Count remains three and two. Now an inside pitch, and he walked him. You know, eventually, 
He was going to miss the zone. Very good at bat from a very good batter, but now two are on with one out against Cease. And Oscar Mercado is going to come to the plate. He's DHing today. He's 10 for 26 in his last six games, hitting 302 on the season. 15 homers and 53 RBI. And he offers at a curveball, but it's going to be a check swing, 1-0 the count. Now, looks like Grandal wants to go out and talk with his pitcher. Coop's going to come out real quick, and the whole team's having a meeting. He was cruising along, but now over 32 pitches, 16 for strikes, 16 for balls. He needs a pep talk, I believe. Now the pep talk is over. The drum is beating. I hate that guy. 1-0 the count, one out here in Cleveland with two on. Curveball down the middle called a strike. One and one the count. Happy Father's Day to all. I, a father of three, wish you, if you are a father, grandfather, stepfather, I don't, I don't know, I'll, I'll forget something. I wish you all a happy Father's Day. Yasmani Grandal wearing a blue armband today for Father's Day on his right arm. One and two the count. The pitch on the way. Outside, a curveball. He tried to give him the reach. Count even at two. There's one out here. I'd like to see him work him low in the count and try to get the double play ground ball. The 2-2 pitch. He goes high and inside and barely got a piece of that one. He ran one up on him. He was able to get a piece. Now he goes low and inside and can't get the zone. How does he lay off of that pitch? That pitch was so close. It was a ball. But in that situation, I'm surprised. Full count again here. Cease in a jam. Ground ball over to short and unable to get to it is Anderson. T.A. can't get to the ball. That felt like a double play ball. I want to take a look at this one. Does he put his glove on it or does he just swipe and miss it? Here's the replay. The ball is a little bit towards the second base side, but he stumbles. Anderson on the first step trips over his own feet and is unable to get to a ball that is only about three feet away from him. And that was a double play ball that turns into a hit and a run scored. And now we've got two on still at first and second and a 3-1 game. And the first two pitches on the outside corner call the ball. So Luplo now with a 2-0 count right away. An outside pitch sent out down the right field line. Mazzara tailing over. Will make the catch up against the stands and throw this in. Runner will advance from second to third. He caught that in foul territory up against the stands. Fighting with those that were up against the netting. And a four-seamer down the middle swung on and missed. And Perez the catcher and the nine-hitter in this lineup is 0-1 quickly. Now two outs here in the bottom of the second. Outside curveball misses. 1-1 the count. 43 pitches now for Cease. About the same amount of them in the zone as out of the zone. And now an inside pitch. Swung on and missed. 1-2 and two to Perez. Trying to minimize the damage. Swing and a miss. He got him. Curveball. Low and away. Only one run scores on the gaff by Anderson at short. He doesn't get an error for it, but he should have had that double play ball. After two, 3-1 sacks. Third inning, Yuan Moncada will lead it off one for one with a double in the first inning. He leads this team with a 3.38 average. First pitch ripped out in the left field 
But on the run, the play will be made. Hung up there a little bit too long. Two times he's gone with the pitch on the outside corner and sent it opposite field. This time he does not get the same result as that double. So one pitch, one out for Savale, and here's his 50th pitch of the game. And Jimenez, hard shot into the dugout down the first baseline, 0-1. You're in the family waterproofing solutions, third inning. It's a ball's called on the outside. Foundation issues, seepage, leaking, some pump failures, you name it, they got it. Free estimate. Online, FaceTime, video screen, with pictures, they'll be there in person. They've got methods to keep you and your family safe. There's a lot of people trying to get some work done now around their homes. Now is the time to get in there. Very well reviewed. Just go look them up online. This is 3-1 to Jimenez. Now a high slider called a strike. Aloy did not like that. Count is full. Details coming up about our guys from Family Waterproofing Solutions. Midway through this inning, that's a base hit through the hole on the left side of the infield. And Jimenez is on with a single. So Aloy puts it on the ground. Shortstop side through the hole, and he's on. So one out. we got a runner on first, and here comes Abreu. Aloy with a good lead over at first base. Moderate speed, not very good at stealing. And the first pitch sent just where Jimenez's was. Abreu goes, I can do that. And a base hit for him. Jose Abreu is responding to the move down in the order so well right now. And it's nice to see him start to hit again. Runners on first and second. Here's Encarnacion. They're going to say he went around on a slider out of the zone. So he can't hold it up. Owen won the count. He walked his first time up and then scored later. It's hitting 263 at this point. With 16 home runs. Second on the team. Inside cut fastball. Goes for a strike. 0-2 the count. One out. Runners on first and second. Sox lead 3-1 here at the top of the third in Cleveland. The next offering on the way. Foul back. A cut fastball. Count remains 0-2. This one. Sent out to short. And thrown in the right field. Lindor throws it in the right field. It goes up the line. One run is going to score. Abreu in the third. Edwin's in the second. A double play ball thrown over the head of his second baseman. And Lindor throws this ball all the way out down the right field line. He was running towards the third base side. And he tried to throw it while still in motion towards third. He never got the body turned, and he just rifles it over the head of Hernandez. And down the right field line, it's 4-1, to one, with runners now on second and third. And here comes Larry Garcia. Hopefully the Sox can capitalize. It's a volley up to 61 pitches now, trailing 4-1. to one On what is obviously an unearned run. And the next offering. Inside cut fastball called a strike. Tristan McKenzie is warming up the bullpen. We saw him in game one. In fact, he and Michael Kopech did so much better than the starters in that game. But unfortunately, the Sox were already losing and were unable to come back. Now this one down the third baseline hooks foul into the stands. One and two the count to Garcia. 
Now an inside slider misses. Two and two. Two two count. The pitch. Swung on and a line shot grabbed out of the air at third base. Extra bases written all over it. Went right at the third baseman who snags it out of the air before it gets into the outfield. Two gone and here comes Mazzara. Abreu at third. Encarnacion at second. And a sinker misses low. 1-0 the count. We got the one run off of the air. That was probably an inning ender. If you could get more, that would be sweet. 2-0 the count. Madrigal's on deck. And then the top of the order again for the Sox. Looming already for the third time. The 2-0 pitch on the way. Inside corner, a sinker. Call the strike. 2-1. Now Mazar rips a sinker in the same spot down the first baseline, just foul. 2-2, two two, the count is even. The pitch. Up the middle. Base hit. One run is going to score. Encarnacion coming around. The throw is coming home. He is safe on a bad throw up the first baseline. Two-run single from Mazara. He has got to feel good about the last couple of days. Yeah, the team is losing, but it gave him an opportunity to start playing again, and he has responded. We have barely seen Adam Engel in right field as Mazara has really turned it around over the last few games. And he's showing the potential that the White Sox thought that they had in him. 6-1 to now, this score. Sox bats have come to life for the first time in what seems like ages. 1-0 now to Madrigal. Takes a high-cut fastball, 2-0. Savale has 72 pitches now. A rough start for a guy with a perfect record so far. Much like what happened to Gio Gonzalez a few days ago in Detroit. On paper, it looked like he had it. And then he imploded. Foul ball down the third base line. 2-1 the count. Mandrigal now fouls off a cut fastball in the outside corner. Count is even at two. Anderson stands on deck. There's a runner on first. Inside sinker. Misses. Full count. Mandrigal with two outs and a full count. Runner on first. Sox leads 6-1 here in the top of the third. Cut fastball foul back. Count remains full. Into the wind and the pitch. And he walked him. So the problems continue for Savale and the Indians. And it's about time. They have been abusing the White Sox the last two days. It's been a difficult series. And as they go for the sweep here, the Sox are saying, "Uh, uh, uh-uh-uh, not so fast. And Francona's going to come out and get his pitcher. And that's the end of his very short day. Savale's responsible for two guys on base. He only gets through two and two-thirds innings. He gives up six runs. But the Lindor error is responsible for at least three of those runs. Tristan McKenzie's coming in. 11 games, 28 and two-thirds innings, and an ERA of 4.08. An eventual starter, I believe, in this rotation down the line very soon. As Anderson comes up, one for two, a double, two RBIs. That brought his total now to 36 on the season. He has five home runs, and he's hitting 324. Mazzara leads off of second, Mandrigal off of first, and a low changeup misses. 
1-0 the count. Now an outside changeup catches the corner. 1-1. One one. A lot of folks here today in Cleveland. White Sox want to spoil their afternoon and get back to Chicago. After a long and arduous road trip, this one lifted in the shallow center field. Coming on quickly, the play is made. Third out of the inning. And it's over finally for the Indians, but not before the White Sox. Gets six runs on seven total through three. And now we head to the bottom of the third. Foundation issues not properly handled can be costly. Family Waterproofing Solutions is owned by Ken, a veteran of the United States Marines, and his wife Maria, making them a veteran-owned business and a female-owned business that will diagnose and repair wet or leaky basements. And while they're located on the sock side, Family Waterproofing services the entire Chicagoland area and Northwest Indiana. And now after taking time off to ensure they can do things safely and securely for you, Family Waterproofing is back in business and doing jobs. Plus part of the proceeds for every job that they do are donated to veteran and first responder organizations who support our frontline defenders. And currently, Socks in the Basement listeners have access to special pricing when they contact Family Waterproofing Solutions now, 708-330-4466, or visit them today at FamilyBasementWaterproofing.com. Delino DeShields is the leadoff hitter today for the Indians. He's 0 for 1. He lays down a bunt down the third base line. Mankata bare hands over to first. One pitch, one bunt, one barehanded throw, one out. And there's already one gone here at the bottom of the third inning. Dylan Cease threw 45 pitches, 12 in the first inning, and then a very arduous second. And now he throws that one down the middle for a strike to Hernandez. 0 and 1 the count. Curveball away, fouled off 0-2. You want to see Cease now have a very good outing. Pitch without pressure. But pitch with the urgency he had in the first inning. Moving at a good pace. It's a 97 mile an hour, just misses the inside corner. 1-2 and two the count. Now an outside curveball misses 2-2. Two and two. We've seen the offense. Now we want to see something get fixed out of the starting rotation. Slider misses low it in, 3-2, and two, so he was that close to a three-pitch strikeout. And now he's 3-2 and two to Hernandez. And a high four-seamer fouled off, 98 miles an hour. The velocity is increasing a little bit. Curveball lifted over to short, picked out of the air, and that's two gone. Lindor comes up. With nobody on and two outs here in the bottom of the third. Puts one right back up the middle for a base hit. He's a pro. Jimenez gets it in. So that's a single for Francisco. Number 12 for the Indians. Number one in their hearts. And here comes Fran Mill Reyes. Two outs here in this inning and a runner on first. And a low four-seamer misses. 1-0 the count. We're seeing the four-seamer range anywhere between 95 and 98 miles an hour from Cease right now. There's a 98-mile-an-hour one. When it's high, it's quicker. 2-0, though, is that one missed as well. 2-0 the Reyes, two outs. Inside pitch misses, 3-0. He's got an on-base percentage 100 points higher than his batting average. 
He's patient. And he's 3-0 now. And now a four-seam fastball in the outside corner, 97 miles an hour, goes for a strike. 3-1 the count. Cease wants to come back against him right now in this count. Foul ball, inside fastball in the zone. Sent back into the upper deck behind home plate. Full count. And now an inside four-seamer walks him. So Cease gets two outs and then puts two on. 60 pitches so far in this game for him. So not very clean. So far it's gotten the job done. Tyler Naquin walked on four pitches last time. He still has less than 10 walks on the season. And the lefty immediately sends this one out to left field. Can a corn for Jimenez. Thank you very much. And the inning is over. So after three, the White Sox continue to lead. Six to one here in Cleveland. Yasmani Grandal is only 1 for 10 in this series. He's 0 for 2 today with a strikeout and a ground out. On this road trip, though, he's hitting over 400. That shows how good he was at the beginning of it. In Houston and Detroit, they couldn't get him out. Inside four seamer called the strike, 0 and 1 the count. And even when he's struggling, he is a big help to the starting pitchers. Outside four seamer, 0 and 2. And while they've been struggling, it's important to have him in there to work through these problems. Now a high four-seamer misses. One and two the count from McKenzie. Warm day out there today. See a lot of players wiping their brow. Some of the jerseys soaked with sweat. One-two pitch swung on and missed. Rondal goes down swinging. Second strikeout of the day for him. He's 0 for 3. And here comes Yo-Yo. Mancada's one for two with a double. And he takes an outside four-seamer, 0-1 the count. He's hitting 335, 13 homers, 42 RBI. Moved into the third spot in the order the other day. Now he puts this one down the third baseline. Fair ball rolling into the corner. On his way into second base with a stand-up double is Moncada. His 24th double of the season. His second of the game. And Jimenez now comes up with a runner on second. All three hits that Mancada's had today have been taken opposite field down the left field line. All three times he's come up, the Indians have shifted him to hit to the right side of the field. The outfielders and the infielders all pulled in an extreme shift, thinking as a left-handed batter, he's going to pull the ball. And he's gone with the pitch, he has two doubles as a result. 0-1 the count now. Four-seamer outside makes it 1-1 to Jimenez. Aloy takes an inside four-seamer, 2-1 now the count. McKenzie checks Mancata. Now throws a change up high, 3-1 with Abreu on deck. Jose's average up 15 points in this series alone, sitting currently at 280. Next pitch low and away, swung on and missed. Three and two, the count is full. And now a low inside four-seamer, and Jimenez walks. So Aloy down the first. Two on now with one out. White Sox batters wearing out the Indians today. Very different approach, and this is what we've been talking about. This is something that's been missing, and they're doing it again today. Here's Abreu two for two. Two singles, two runs scored. He's got two guys on and one out. First pitch low and away, a curveball, 1-0. and 
It's also hit into a lot of double plays. I think the Indians are aware of that. McKenzie may be aware of it with that pitch. Throwing off speed thing, dipping. Hope he gets over the top of it. Puts it on the ground. That one was outside, though, and he didn't offer. Now he goes low again on a changeup. And Abreu, almost feeling like he was going to go low, swung under it. Now a curveball low, 2-1. and one. So Jose's also aware, seemingly, of what the plan is that the Indians are trying to play here. They go high with a four-seamer. He fouls it off, 2-2. Two and two. He knows they want him to hit into the double plays, trying to avoid it. Now they go low. He swings and misses. Abreu's down on strikes. He went to one that was out of the zone. He had laid off everything outside the zone to that point. But McKenzie took something off of that. Coming out of the hand, it looks like it's going right into Abreu's bat. And it just dips before it gets to the plate. Six to one White Sox, two outs here on the top of the fourth. Runners on first and second, and Encarnacion whiffs at that first one. 0-1 the count. Moncada's got good speed. A hit's probably going to score him. Change up down the middle. He's out in front of it, 0-2. Edwin in the hole. Let's see what he can do. Outside pitch. Does not get the call. And that's a ball. So Edwin Encarnacion gets lucky on that one. Let's see what he can do with it. Now he takes an outside pitch back up the middle. That's a base hit. Makata's going to come around and score easily. 7-1 White Sox. Runners now on first and second as Jimenez moves up. 90 feet. Tyler Naquin does not have a very good arm out in center field. He lets this thing go, and it dribbles in past second base. And he's doing everything he can to try to get Moncada. Yuan could have run to home, going back to third, and then run back home again before that ball got home. Here's Garcia. Leary takes it inside two-seamer, 1-0 the count. So the Sox add another one here in this inning. They've opened it up to a six-run lead in Cleveland. And it feels good. Low outside two-seamer, 2-0 the count. A very difficult road trip. The White Sox went out here for nine games to Houston, Detroit, and Cleveland. They lost two out of three in the first two series and need a win here just to lose two out of three to the Indians. So the best they can hope for is a three and six road trip. And the problem is they lost two out of three to the Indians back home right before the road trip when it seemed like they had game three in hand. And the team has not really recovered since that. So I think a win here not only is big to get back on the winning track, but it's big for the psyche. Because the Indians have really run things against the White Sox so far in this season. They have been the toughest team we've faced. Not the Twins, the Indians. Now Garcia walks on a high pitch, 2-2 two and two count. He's down to first. Bases are loaded. And here comes Mazzaro. So with two outs, sacks packed with socks. Encarnacion's over at second. And Jimenez at third. Inside pitch call the ball, 1-0. Now Mazzaro takes a low changeup, 2-0 the count. McKenzie's in trouble. 
And you don't want to let him off the hook here. Nomar's got to be patient. He doesn't look patient. He's constantly moving in that batter's box. Now one down the middle. He loops out into left center field, falling fast. Not in time. Naquin's able to get over and get it. If that gets down, two are scoring at least. And if it gets to the gap, it's even more. Instead, the Sox get one and lead midway through the fourth, 7-1. to one. Bottom of the fourth inning. Here comes Carlos Santana. Walked in his first appearance, hitting 240. 338 on base percentage, 434 slugging. The lefty first baseman will start off the bottom of the fourth with the Sox leading 7-1. Dylan Cease has given up two hits. He's walked more than that, though. And a high outside fastball misses 1-0 the count. 98 miles an hour on pitch number 62 from Cease. His counterpart, Aaron Savali, gets chased early into the wind in the pitch. Foul ball down the third base line. One and one now the count. Rondal down on one knee on the outside corner. And Cease puts it there. Swing and a miss. One and two. Now Grandal back in the middle of the plate. Takes one in the dirt low on a curveball. Two and two the count. Inside pitch on the corner. And Grandal holds it there and can't get the call. Count is now full. So he's not getting that inside pitch right now. Swing and a miss, though, on a four-seamer high and away. And Santana goes down. One out here in the bottom of the fourth inning. Dylan Cease has been trying to work the inside corner on lefties. And he's not getting the call all the time. The pitch before that felt like strike three, looked like strike three. Rondal wanted strike three. So he goes outside and high and gets Santana to go for it. If he holds off of that, it's probably a walk. One out here, Bob in the fourth inning. Mercado comes in and takes a change up inside for a strike, 0-1. He's one for one with a single and the only RBI for the Indians so far. He's the DH today, hitting 304. Cease has slowed down a little bit. Rondal on the outside corner. And a four-seamer misses out there. I feel like at some point, Grandal's going to turn around and try to explain that that portion of the plate actually counts. Another one outside. Slider, that one missed. Two and one. 70 pitches now for Cease. Mercado stands in and fouls off a four-seamer down the first baseline. So after a difficult road trip and after losing two out of three to Detroit, we're going to get him again right away. Much like early in the season when it felt like we were always playing Kansas City, we're going to feel like we're always playing Detroit. Currently have a 4-2 series lead on them as this one's lifted out to center field. Can of corn for Garcia. And there's one gone, two gone. Jordan Luplo, or Luplo. I don't know why he's called Luplo. The announcer just called him Luplo. It's L-U-P-L-O-W. Where's the loop? Put two O's in there or add another vowel. It doesn't make any sense. You're Luplo. I'm sticking with it. Seriously, spell your name the way you want it pronounced. Don't be making things up. Inside fastball misses 1-0 the count with two outs here in the bottom of the fourth. Now one low and away, swung on and missed. 1-1. One one. High pitch count for Cease. So I don't know how long he's going to go today. 
but hopefully he can put in some more work. Slider low, swung on and missed, one and two. Now Dillon into the wind. Gets him to foul that one off down the first base line. Count remains one and two. I'd imagine he at least pitches the fifth. If he goes into the sixth, he's going in the triple digits. Unless something really fortunate happens for him. Two and two to count now as that one misses outside. Sox don't have a day off for at least another, I want to say it's not tomorrow. They don't have a day off next Monday. They have a day off next Monday, so not tomorrow, but the Monday after that. So we've got eight more games, seven more games after this one. Three and two the count. That one's fouled off. Two outs, nobody on here in the bottom of the fourth. Into the wind and the pitch. Brown ball, shortstop side. Anderson with a jump throw over to first, and he got him. So a nice clean inning from Dylan Cease. The White Sox holding on to a 7-1 lead here. Day baseball. They're saying it's national television here on the broadcast. And after four, we're winning by six. Here comes Nick Madrigal, 0-for-1 with a walk in the third inning. Hitting 243 with a home run. And now an outside four-seamer misses. 1-0 the count. Low four-seamer. They're going to say he swung at that one. Mandrigal's trying to say, no, I checked that up. He does not win the argument. 1-1. One one. You're in the DP3 Tech fifth inning here on Socks in the basement. As that one's ripped into right center field, falling quickly, a diving play, and he made it. Reyes dies for a ball that was getting into the gap and makes a great play. Accelerates. According to show track, which we're using today, he covered 40 feet and was able to make that play. Here's Tim Anderson, 323 average, five home runs, a couple RBIs already today. 7-1 White Sox, one out here on the top of the DP3 Tech fifth inning in an inside fastball, goes for strike one. DP3 Tech, partner with Microsoft, came up with a system that's secure and allows you to have your entire office work wherever they want to, wherever you need them to. A couple people at the office, a couple people at home, a couple people at the road, doesn't matter. One button, you're on the same screen with each other. One button, share everything. It's all like you're next to each other, but you're not. It's perfect for this era right now that we're in. Get an estimate. Talk to them. It's not going to cost you anything. Local Southside business doing great things nationally. DP3 Tech. Details coming up here. Halfway through the inning. That's a line drive over the head of Santana and down to the right field corner. Coming around and heading to second base is Anderson. He's got his second double of the day. And he stands on second with one out. 23rd double of the year. So just like he and Mancata have gone back and forth on batting averages, they're also going back and forth on doubles. Each of them have two today. They're right up at the top of the list of White Sox hitters with doubles. The guy on the top of the list with home runs is Grandal. He comes up and flares this one out to left field. First pitch, he makes contact, but it's going to be caught for out number two. So Yasmani was anxious there, saw something he liked. But if you struck out two times already and you see a pitch you like, you're probably going to offer at it. Here comes Moncada. Two for three with those two doubles. And they're going to say he went around on a changeup low. Shakes his head, no, I didn't. Gets out of the batter's box, now back in, 0-1. High inside fastball, misses, 1-1 the count. Now this ball's chopped down the first baseline into the netting. 
That would be an easy souvenir back in the day for fans. Low outside fastball called strike three. Anderson, he looks angry. He's going to tell his story walking. He didn't think that was in there. Midway through the fifth, 7-1 Sacks. New challenges bring new technology. DP3 Tech has partnered with Microsoft to make things easier on you and your business. Imagine being able to get everybody together in a nice, easy, user experience friendly meeting room and being able to share whatever you want in the room with just one click. You can migrate from old legacy on-premises equipment right now to flexible, secure, work-from-home-friendly cloud services. Bring your group together faster, better, easier. Find out what DP3 Tech can do for you. Contact their cloud migrations team today, 312-896-2450, or email info at dp3tech.com. Roberto Perez comes to the plate. He's 0 for 1 with a strikeout in the second inning. The nine hitter in the order. Finally coming up here in the bottom of the fifth for the second time for the Indians. As they trail 7 to 1, Dylan Cease has had to put in some work. He enters the fifth inning, bordering 80 pitches, and he throws a low 94 mile an hour fastball for ball one. Actually, he's already up to 82 with that pitch. Now a swing and a miss at a four seamer, 1 and 1. 98 he brought that in. Dylan looking to have a clean fifth inning after a clean fourth and extend himself as long as he can in this game before we have to go to the bullpen. With a 7-1 lead, they're not going to get anybody up until he starts to show some trouble. 2-1 the count on an outside pitch to Perez. Now Grandal sets up on one knee inside. The ball's put right there. It's grounded. Fouled on the third base line, two and two. Looks like he's going to try to go back there again. This one is flared out into right field. Underneath it, Mazzara, the catch is made. One gone. This place is packed today for Father's Day on a Sunday. Day baseball. And after the last couple games, I'm glad we have silenced this crowd considerably. Here's the Shields. He's 0 for 2. This is the first time we saw him all series is this game. And takes an inside ball. 1-0 the count. Dylan goes outside now with a slider and misses. 2-0. Miami leading at home against San Francisco. 4-0. The Mets leading 6-0 against the Phillies in Queens. A low four-seamer misses. 3-0 the count with Hernandez on deck. Atlanta leading over Washington in D.C. 3-1. Now a strike. Letter high, fastball. 3-1 the count. Pittsburgh winning at home against the Blue Jays. 3-0 right now. Dillon into the wind. And the pitch. Swung on and rifled out in the right center field. Tailing back is Mandrigal coming in. Mazzara. Mandrigal make the play over his shoulder. Two gone on a nifty play by Nick Madrigal. That ball's in the gap. It's probably going to fall in before Mazzara can get there or Garcia, who's also charging. Madrigal on his horse runs back, catches that over his shoulder like Willie Mays. Two gone here in the bottom of the fifth inning. And Cesar Hernandez comes to the plate. Dylan C sitting on 91 pitches. 
First offering low and inside, 1-0 the count. Toes the rubber and delivers. Low pitch, ground ball, over to short, underneath the glove of Anderson. That's a base hit. He dove for it, unable to make the play. Cease at this point, four and two-thirds innings pitch. Three hits, three walks, one earned run, three strikeouts, and he's thrown 93 pitches. It's definitely not Cy Young out there today, but he's been effective so far. He gets Lindor now with two outs here in the bottom of the fifth inning. Before Lindor comes to the plate, they're going to go have a talk with their young pitcher. 51 strikes and 42 balls to this point. Thrown by Cease. Before this game, the White Sox sent Tehran Guerrero, relief pitcher, who was up here for a week, back down to the minor leagues, and they've recalled Jimmy Cordero. Cordero started the season with the team, had very good success in April, had a terrible May, about halfway through the month was sent down. Down in the minor leagues, he kept his whip at 0.65 and was incredible in AAA. So the hope is he found his mojo again and he's back up in this bullpen and they need him. He warms up now as the count is 2-0 to Lindor. Also out there, Jace Fry. Two outs, 7-1 sacks. Swing and a miss at a four-seamer. 2-1 the count. I would imagine Renteria would like to get him in this game at some point, especially if the lead can stay what it is. Get him some work. Get him back into the flow. Ground ball over to first base. Grabbed by Abreu. He steps on first. The inning is over. Dylan Cease, 97 pitches. Five innings of work. He gives up one run, three hits, three walks. And that's probably the end for him because of the pitch count. After five, the Sox lead 7-1. Jimenez comes to the plate. And the first pitch from McKenzie driven deep. Way back near the corner. Will it stay fair? It will not stay fair. Jimenez stood there and tried to wave it and could not get that one to stay fair. He has been stuck on 14 home runs for so long. I wanted that so bad for him. Instead, it's a long strike. Now the next pitch misses outside, one and one. Inside, low curveball misses, two and one. Aloy dropped the bat and just kept waving. It was way back there. But it was just foul above the pole. Yes, above the pole. And that ball is probably a foot in the foul territory. 3-1 pitch now to Aloy. Sends this one out deep in the left field. Back to the track, but it will be caught at the track. So he almost had the home run. And that's got to frustrate you a little bit as a batter. He is still trying to find that deep power again. Remember, he had six home runs, I think, in the first seven or eight days of the season. He's only had eight since then, and he's been stuck on 14 homers now for nearly a month. The average, though, is pretty good. He's getting singles and doubles, and hopefully the power will return soon. 0-1 to Abreu as he takes one high. It's pitch number 51 for McKenzie, who came in in relief. And an outside four-seamer misses, 1-1 the count. McKenzie is a guy with a, a starter's background, in the minors. He's going to be a starter here for this team. 1-1 pitch sent down the middle and sent back up into the air. Shallow left field. Back is Lindor 
on a big league pop-up. And there's two gone. Here comes Encarnacion with two outs here on the top of the sixth inning. And a 7-1 White Sox lead. He's got a single, an RBI, two runs scored. He's walked in this game. Comes up now for the first time with nobody on. And a low changeup misses. 1-0 the count. The 1-0 pitch on the way. And he does not offer it a changeup low and away that's called a strike. Count is even at 1. Two outs here on the top of the sixth. And a high inside pitch. They're going to say he went around. He tried to check it up. One and two, and he's mad at that. It was above his head. He was already in motion. He thought something else was coming, for sure. Now one in the dirt misses. Two and two. McKenzie. Not throwing him anything really in the zone. You can tell he has a healthy respect for a guy with 16 home runs, half of which have been solo shots. The 2-2 pitch on the way. Outside pitch, they're going to say he went around, so twice he's called on the check swing. And Edwin, back to the dugout. We're going to the bottom of the sixth inning, leading 7-1 here in Cleveland. Jimmy Cordero, back to the major leagues, before he left, 18 and a third innings, over 18 appearances. He had a 6.87 ERA when he was sent back to AAA. Righty's hitting 233 against him, lefty's hitting 387. You got Fran Mill Reyes coming up, hitting 246, a righty with 18 home runs. And Cordero, back in the majors after a stellar month in AAA, working out some issues. Throws a 99 mile an hour sinker, fouled off for strike one. It was low and inside the zone. Into the line in the pitch, and a sinker fouled off inside again, 0 2. Cordero was hot in the first month. Really looked incredible. The whole bullpen did. Inside pitch struck him out on three. And down goes Reyes. 99 miles an hour over his hands. And one gone. Tehran Guerrero was up for a week after Kelvin Herrera was sent down to work on things as well. Herrera's only been down there for a week. He's only had a couple appearances. Nothing really stands out. Here's Naquin. He fouls off a low fastball, 0-1. Hitting 2-11 on the season with 19 RBI, 5 home runs. The center fielder for the Indians. Not doing very well. Outside four seamer called a strike, 98 miles an hour, 0-2. Cordero pouring him in there. So Guerrero came up. He can throw it 102 miles an hour. Two-thirds of his pitches are outside the zone. And the other third are right down the middle and straight. He gave up three home runs, and I think he faced a total of eight or nine batters. So uh, it was not a very good time for that kid. They made room on the 40-man to bring him up, the youngster from Cuba, with the fire in his arm. In AAA, he had barely allowed a base runner. Came to the majors, couldn't get anybody off base. One and two the count there after that one misses low to Naquin. One out, nobody on, bottom of the sixth. A low sinker misses, two and two now. The Sox needed bullpen help, that's for sure. They need some of these guys to come around that are up here. It's been a struggle. Cordero 
Delivers an inside fastball. Popped out into center field. Garcia moves over a little bit towards right. Will make the catch. Two gone. Carlos Santana's up. He's 0 for 1. He walked in the second inning. Hitting 239 with a 769 OPS. Two outs, nobody on. Six run lead for the Sox. The pitch on the way. Fouled off a four seamer. 0 and 1 the count. Cordero checks the sign and delivers. Low outside sinker called the strike 0 and 2. Very accurate. He is very accurate right now coming out of the pen. This is a good sign for him. Inside pitch, swung on and missed. He strikes out two of the three outs that he gets in the sixth inning. A perfect one, basically, for Cordero, and good for that young man. Sox lead after six, 7-1. Adam Simber's going to come out. 25 games, 3-2 and two record, 27 and a third, 2.30 ERA, 20 strikeouts of seven walks. He's a submariner, throws righty. Larry Garcia had trouble with him earlier in this series, but he will hit from the left side, hitting 286 with five home runs and 33 RBIs, and lead off this inning. Top of the seventh, Sox up 7-1 here in Cleveland, trying to avoid the sweep. And a high outside four-seamer catches the zone. 0-1 the count. Guess who's out there? We might see him for three straight games. Phil Mayton. Warming up in the bullpen. Maybe we'll finally get to the youngster. Inside pitch misses a sinker. 1-1 the count. Jace Fry. Alex Colome. Or Colome if you're nasty. Warming up in the bullpen. Aaron Bummer would be a surprise today. He went two innings. Or tried to go two innings yesterday. Likely he'll get the day off. And you're only going to C-Shack if you need him. Because he seems to be the closer right now. That pitch down the third baseline foul, 2-2. Two and two. The 2-2 two -two pitch on the way. Outside misses. 3-2 and two, the count is full with Mazzara on deck. Simber has a lot of success against righties. But he's getting lefties here right away. Outside pitch fouled off. Count remains full. After Mazzara, it will be Madrigal. That pitch is low and lifted. Out in the left field, it hangs up a little bit too long. The play is made on the run. One gone. Here comes Mazzara. Nomar has really had a rebirth here in Cleveland. And even at the very end of that Tigers series, he's hitting 208. He's one for three today with a single, two RBIs, and a run scored. Six home runs and 25 RBI. He basically spent three weeks on the bench with very limited action after being the White Sox starter in right field at the beginning of the season. That turned into a platoon roll. Then it went back to him getting regular time to break out of a funk. When that didn't work, the Sox just gave the job to Adam Engel. 0-1 the count. And he takes a strike low and away 0-2. So he's in the hole here. But you can tell he wants to contribute. Low outside pitch, swung on and missed. He goes down on three pitches there. Two gone for Simber. Sox got to him, remember, in Chicago in a big moment where Grandal hit a three-run home run to take the lead and eventually the game. As a pinch hitter, he had a three-run home run off of Simber. But now Simber getting his revenge a little bit here. 0-1 already to Mandrigal on an inside slider. 
Nick's average at 242. He had a walk in the third inning. Simber's low pitch sent down the first base line. Mandrigal put out by a three unassisted. And midway through the seventh, they're going to sing. And we lead 7-1. Alex Colomay is going to come in. 27 games, 0-2 record. 23 and two-thirds innings with a 4.18 ERA. 30 strikeouts to 10 walks. Righties are hitting 304 against him. Lefties hitting 200. He had a very, very rough last month or so and lost his closing job. Renteria saying, it's not like he can't earn it back. But they have to see consistency. So when they give him an inning, is it in the 6th or the 7th or the 8th? He's got to treat it like he's a closer. And he immediately gives up a deep fly ball in the left field that is going to be gone. So his second pitch is the 16th home run for Oscar Mercado. And it's 7-2. And that right there is why he isn't the closer. Alex Colome has fallen on hard times. It's a 7-2 ball game now. And this is his problem. Lots of home runs. Guys are picking it up, and it's happening early on in his inning. The first batter is generally the guy hitting the home run. And there's a concentration issue or something there. Now a cut fastball in the outside corner to Luplo. 0-1 the count. He's 0-2 with a fly out and a ground out. Still a five-run lead for the White Sox. No need to panic. But disappointing to see Alex do this. You know, the White Sox' biggest need that we can see here during this Sox in the basement simulated season is a closer. Cut fastball on the outside corner, called strike three. One gone. You see so many other teams with these lights-out closers. And I don't think he is that. He's definitely not that in the simulation. And I don't think he's that in, in real life. I really, I really don't. And, you know, he, he's a good, it's a good idea to have him around as a guy who can finish off games when you're rebuilding. But is he the kind of guy who can close games when you're trying to win a World Series? Pop fly over to Mandrigal. Underneath it. Quickly, two out. So two gone now. And here comes DeShields Jr., He's 0 for 3, lined out in the fifth inning. He's hitting 284 with a 780 OPS. The righty stands in wearing number zero. I always thought that was a stupid number to wear. Line drive, and Abreu grabs it out of the air. So that was a hard hit ball. Another hard hit ball given up by Alex, but luckily Abreu reaches out and snags it. Deep home run, 7-2 socks. Nick Wickren is going to come in. 32 games, 4-1 and one record. Got 10 holds. 35 and a third innings pitched. Tim Anderson's 2 for 4, 2 doubles and 2 RBI. He comes up yet again in this game. And an outside pitch immediately lifted down the third base line. Fair ball, cut off by the left fielder. He'll get a single out of that one. Nice day for T.A. today. And the leadoff man is on. And if you don't think the White Sox want to get another run here, you're crazy. They don't want any doubt in this game. They want to win it. There's no unwritten rules here. T.A. may go here at some point during this at-bat. Michael Kopech is up with Jace Fry now in the bullpen as Grandal steps in. He's 0 for today. First pitch low, fastball, call the strike. Indians bullpen also working. 
even though Wickren just came in. Runner on first has a lot of stolen bases. And he looks itchy. Next pitch inside a ball on a slider, one and one the count. 23,188 in attendance today on Father's Day here in the mistake by the lake, Cleveland, Ohio. The 1-1 pitch, there goes Anderson. They pitched out and they got him. So the cat and mouse between Francona and Renteria continues. On a 1-1 pitch, the pitch out. And that's the only reason they get him because it was still close. It was a great jump, but the catcher receives the ball already standing. It makes a good play down there. There's one gone. So Indians know that the White Sox up 7-2 with a very good base runner and a very good base stealer. They expected him to go there. And they called the pitch out. Now Grandal is 2-2, two and, two, and he fouls off that one. Count remains 2-2. Two and two. Sox have been getting gunned down lately on the base paths. They have a very high stolen base percentage, second highest in the majors coming into this game. But lately, I would say over the last 10 attempts, they've been caught half the time. And here's Juan Moncada after a ground out, the first base unassisted, three put out, and there's two gone. And an outside slider catches the corner, 0-1 the count. If it's any consolation, the ground ball by Grandal probably becomes a double play. 0-2 the count on a swing and a miss. Outside corner to Moncada. And now strike three. Perez flips the ball back to the mound. He popped up immediately. He feels good about himself. He threw out a guy trying to steal second. Midway through the eighth inning, it's 7-2 White Sox. Jace Fry is going to come in now in the eighth inning. 20 and two-thirds innings. Three and two records. Six holds. 4.35 ERA. 27 strikeouts and nine walks. Righties hitting 179 against him. Lefties hitting just over 200. His first pitch is an inside fastball called a strike to Cesar Hernandez. The switch hitter moves over from the left side to the right against Fry. Stats say a lefty does better against him. Brown ball over to Mancada. Gets it on the one hop. Over to first. And there's one gone. So two pitches for Fry. One out. There's one gone here in the bottom of the eighth inning. And here comes Lindor. He's one for three with a single and a third. He also moves over to the right-handed batter's box. A lot of switch hitters on both of these teams. Fry looks in and delivers. A high four-seamer that misses. 1-0 the count. Michael Kopech still throwing out there in the bullpen. Fry toes the rubber and delivers. Cut fastball fouled off down the first baseline. In Oakland right now, it's 1-1. We will see the A's coming up next weekend in Chicago. Inside pitch swung on and missed. One and two the count. Lindor got tied up on one that ran in on him. Couldn't hold back. So now one and two. Fry delivers. Just misses inside and low with a cut fastball. Grandal set up there. Two and two the count. Grandal sets up inside again. This one jams Lindor. Ground ball back to the mound. Fry's going to field it coming off the mound towards third base and throw over to first. The 1-3 put out, two gone. And here's Fran Mill Reyes. 245, 18 home runs, 46 RBIs. 0 for 2 with a walk in the third inning. He's got big power, but luckily nobody's on. He got a five-run lead with two outs here in the bottom of the eighth. And the low inside changeup goes for a ball, 1-0 the count. Now into the line in the pitch. 
Broken bat, popped up, second base. Mandrigal waves off Abreu, makes the catch, and a 1-2-3 inning for Fry. So the Sox bullpen, with the exception, of course, of the Colome home run, holding it down for now. After eight, 7-2 White Sox here in Cleveland. Dominic Leone is going to come in for the Indians now. In the top of the ninth, 2-0 record, 3.49 ERA over 38 and two-thirds innings. Lefty's hitting 198 against him. Aloy Jimenez is not a lefty, he's a righty. He's hitting 268, one for three today with a single and a run scored. Almost had a big towering home run the last time up. Just missed it. And a high outside cut fastball misses 1-0 the count. Next offering popped up, out of play, 1-1. One one. Michael Kopech has sat down. Steve Ciszek warming up in the pen. Looks like he will pitch the ninth. Not going to be a save situation. But Renteria is not messing around. Not the way things have gone for the White Sox lately. That pitch inside a strike, 1-2 and two the count to Jimenez. Now a four-seamer, inside-outed, foul down. The first baseline. The 1-2 pitch to Aloy. Down the middle, swing and a miss. 94 miles an hour, and he couldn't catch up to it. He just beat him. Jimenez strikes out. There's one gone here in the top of the ninth inning. And here comes Abreu. Jose has been raking this whole series. Base hits everywhere. Since being dropped down to the five spot, the four-seamer... Letter high called a strike. It's two for four today. Two singles, two runs scored, hitting 279. 12 homers and 51 RBI. 0-1 the count. One out, top of the ninth inning. Outside pitch misses a cut fastball, 1-1. The next offering, inside and sent over to second base. Diving stop by Hernandez from his knees. He will throw out Abreu, and there's two gone here in the top of the ninth inning. The crowd liked that one. He was... Much closer to second base, the bag, than a second baseman normally plays. So he had a slight shift on. And he was still able to get over and cover ground. Laid out and made that play. Here's Encarnacion with two outs in the top of the ninth inning. First pitch down the middle, a cut fastball, and Edwin shakes his head knowing that that 89-mile-an-hour pitch should be out in the stands right now. 0-1 the count. Next offering, low, swung on and missed. 0-2. Two outs, top of the ninth. Sox lead by five. Inside pitch, fouled back. Count remains 0-2. After this ninth inning, the Sox heading back to Chicago where hopefully better things await. They have an incredible home record. And yet, they are several games under 500 on the road. 2-2 pitch, fouled off down the third base line. So the home cooking has been a big deal for the White Sox this year. The cut fastball is fouled off 2-2. Two two. They're going to get seven in a row there. And then a day off. Four-seamer fouled back. Edwin having a professional at bat right here. Even with a five-run lead and two outs with nobody on. And an outside slider misses. Full count with Garcia on deck. 
The next offering, high misses, and Encarnacion is down the first base. Sox will pull Edwin out now for a pitch runner. He's just not a very good runner out there. It makes no sense having him there. Danny Mendick will come in and run for him. So you got some speed now on first base. And Garcia stands at the plate. Two outs, runner on first. Larry Garcia swings and misses at a two-seam fastball down the middle. 0-1 the count. Next offering, outside corner, call the strike. 0-2 quickly to Garcia. Garcia waves the bat. This is bat taking some time now. Now a cut fastball fouled off 0-2 the count. Remember, Sox in the basement starting next week. As a two-seamer is fouled off, will not be doing Monday games. So tomorrow's game, you will get an update from Sox on 35th. So you know what happened in the game. And if you don't want to check that out, we will recap it for you during Tuesday's broadcast. As a ground ball over to second base, fielded, flipped over to the shortstop Lindor for the force out, and the inning is over. We're going to the bottom of the ninth. We're up 7-2. And Steve Ciszek's coming in. Let's wrap this up. 33 games, 38 and two-thirds innings pitched for Steve Ciszek. He's 4-0, 11 holds, a couple of saves, an ERA of 0.70, 52 strikeouts, 12 walks, righty's hitting 209 against him, lefty's hitting 109. The side armor, the righty, gets Tyler Naquin first with a five-run lead, throws a fastball inside for strike one. As I mentioned toward the end of the top of the ninth inning, so that we can focus on bringing things back to a little bit of normal here on Sox in the Basement. As places are starting to open up, we're hoping that eventually we'll be able to have an event, you know, a responsible one. We want to make sure we're taking care of our advertisers, and we want to get back to the regular Wednesday show with guests, with myself and my buddy Dave. As now the count is one and two. Monday games will be taken care of. You'll get the update that day and a recap from SoxOn35th.com. And we will also tell you what happened during the Tuesday broadcast. And the same thing will happen on Wednesdays, except on Wednesdays during the show, that's 30 minutes of Sox with me and Dave, you will hear what happens on the Wednesday game and get all the box scores and stuff from SoxOn35th.com after that broadcast comes out. There'll still be games on Tuesdays, Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. We've noticed that early in the week, some people just don't have time for the full game. And we also want to put our time to our best use. That's a single in the right field, so the leadoff man is on. It's not normal that the leadoff man gets on against Ciszek. And a low inside sinker misses, 1-0 the count. Carlos Santana's up, 0-2 with a walk in the second inning, hitting 238, 14 home runs, and 44 RBI. So tomorrow, it's Detroit, but you will not get the broadcast. You will get Detroit on Tuesday and a recap of Monday's game. And now, Ciszek hits Santana, and there's two on. And I feel like, like I, you know, we're up by five. I don't want to get doom and gloom here. This should be a win easily. But, man, it has been a weird road trip. And you got two on now. And they're going to take a break real quick, and they're going to go out and talk to Steve. Because he gives up the base hit, a line shot over the head of Abreu who jumped up for it. And then he hits the next batter. He's got two on. 
after only six pitches. You still have a five-run lead, and they just got to make sure that they're they're steady with him. You know, we're, we're talking about what's what we can do out there, and that don't worry, we got your back, go out there. All right, 7-2, meeting's over. Runners on first and second, and that stupid drum is banging. Ciszek with a right-handed hitter up there now. And Mercado, he throws one outside for ball one. Mercado hit a home run off of Alex Colome two innings ago. Outside pitch misses a slider, 2-0 now. Remember the Indians were trailing by five with four outs to go a little over a week ago in Chicago in game three of that series and came back on the road to beat the White Sox. It was when Alex Colome lost his job, in fact. Two and one now the count after a strike on the inside corner. Next pitch inside for Seamer, two and two. And Ciszek now fighting back a little. Count is even, the drum quickens, and the pitch. Foul back a sinker, still two and two. I've decided that Cleveland is my least favorite place to go to because of that drum. Swing and a miss, he got him, took something off it, went low on Mercado, struck him out, one gone here in the bottom of the ninth inning. Jordan Luplo, or Luplo if you like to pronounce things incorrectly, as Jordan clearly does, and his entire family, comes to the plate with one out here in the bottom of the ninth inning. Runners on first and second. And a strike on the inside corner, a slider, 79 miles an hour. 0-1 the count. Jordan is 0-3 in this game. Struck out the last time up. Ciszek checks the lead runner. Throws one low. Looped over the head of Abreu for a duck snort base hit. Everybody's going to move up 90 feet. Abreu ran back for it. It just gets over his glove. That is the lightest hit that I have seen. One of the lightest hits I've seen all season. And remember, that's what they did to the White Sox in that comeback about a week or so ago. These little dink hits. And now the bases are loaded for Roberto Perez. He's 0 for 3 with a pop out in the seventh inning. The bullpen's live. Aaron Bummer and Michael Kopech warming up out there. It's still a five-run lead. Home run here would pull him within a run. First pitch, a high four-seamer. 1-0 the count. Ciszek looks a little frustrated. Thought he had that one in there. 15 pitches here in this inning. He's got the bases loaded and one out. The pitch. Strike down the middle, a slider, one and one. That one's really working for him. The slider is giving him very good accuracy, and he's getting it in there. Next offering, inside sinker, misses, two and one. And maybe it's the sinker that's getting him. Normally, he has both pitches working for him. He may not be able to get the grip that he wants on that ball. And it's two and one the count. Bases loaded. Bob in the ninth inning. Foul ball back into the catcher's chest protective equipment. Rondell shakes it off. Two and two. The count is even. The nine hitter up for the Indians. He just misses outside on a slider. The count is full. The Lionel DeShields Jr. stands on deck and there's nowhere to put Perez with a 3-2 count. The pitch. Swung on. Popped up. Shallow left field. Underneath it is Jimenez. He camps out. He'll make the catch. The runner is going to come home. Jimenez is actually going to throw it down there. 
but it's cut off. Cooler heads prevailing in the infield saying, hey, Aloy, you're not going to get him. He was way deep down the left field line, and we don't want anybody advancing further. So the runners will hold at first and second because of the cutoff. There's two gone. Indians get one here. It's a four-run game, 7-3. to three. Two out now, and here comes Delino DeShields Jr., 0 for 4, with a line out in the seventh inning. He's hitting 279, no homers, and an RBI. 7-3 White Sox, two outs here in the bottom of the ninth. The pitch on the way. Outside misses the corner on a sinker. 1-0 the count. The Shields hitting 178 with runners in scoring position so far this season. At this point, the tying run is in the on-deck circle, but is yet to come to the plate. That's a strike on the outside corner, a slider. 1-1 one one the count. 22 pitches now here in the ninth for Ciszek. Swinging strike, low and outside. 1-2 and two now. 1-2 count, two outs, bottom of the ninth inning. The pitch. Swing and a miss, he got him. The game is over. And even though they got a little bit of a scare, the White Sox get this one. Big win. I'm going to tell you something. Big win. The offense performed. There were a couple of hiccups from the pitching staff, but overall they held together. They did not get shaken. They're all smiles out there on the field, slapping high fives. And maybe it'll be a fun plane ride back we get back to work at home against the Tigers. The White Sox win this one against the Cleveland Indians. Seven runs on 11 hits, no errors. Cleveland, three runs on six hits, one error. Cease improves the six and four. Savali takes his first loss of the season. Two and two-thirds innings pitched. Seven hits, six earned runs. Two walks, two strikeouts for Savali. Cease, five innings pitched. Three hits. Three walks, three strikeouts, one earned run. He's the player of the game because, well, we finally had a good performance from somebody other than Reynaldo Lopez. But also, you could say that Tim Anderson did very well today. Got off the snide, three for five, two doubles, two RBI. Juan Mancada goes two for five with two doubles and a run scored. Edwin Encarnacion, one for three with an RBI and two runs scored. And Jose Abreu, two for five with two runs scored. The White Sox win this game 7-3. They at least get out of here with a with a win. They didn't get swept. A really rough road trip. 3-6 and six on the road. But they finally get a win, and they're on their way back home where they play much, much better. Looking forward to a fun week this week. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. Hey, take Dad up to Cork and Carry at the park. Why not? You know, fresh air, cold beer, great food. They're our sponsors. Take care of them. Maybe get dad's basement fixed, family waterproofing solutions, or or maybe dad's a techie guy or just a guy, you know, at work. He owns a business. Maybe DP3 Tech could help him out. Okay, take care of those that take care of us, and we appreciate that very, very much. My name is Chris Lanuti. This is the podcast for fans, by fans, and we will see you with our next broadcast on Tuesday. Socks in the Basement, found everywhere podcasts can be found and always at SocksInTheBasement.com. Bye-bye, everybody. Socks in the basement. Socks in the basement. Socks in the basement. Socks in the basement. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always on SocksInTheBasement.com.